You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Well, hello once again from Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com. It's Friday, April the 5th, 2019, and it's time for your Weekly Wrap-Up. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us again this week is Eric Sprott himself. Eric, how are you today? Hey, hey Craig, good morning. Um, another sort of trying week here. It looks like we're going to have a trying day with the jobs data, but... Uh, Interesting things going on in the world of gold, for sure. That is for sure, my friend, and we're going to talk about several of them. If it, if anything, price still hovering here around $1,300 makes it an excellent time to pick up some physical. And we've got one of those special deals that just comes along every once in a while at Sprott Money. And this is for all the collectors. Your call of the wild is is now uh, here, hitting your ears. The moose is the sixth coin of the Call of the Wild series, and is a one ounce, uh, four nine gold coin, and it's an instant Canadian classic. Order yours before they disappear back into the wild. You got to call eight 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 six one zero seven seven five, or visit SprottMoney.com. Eric, after the the week we've had, I might need a moose head or two uh, by the time we get to the end of the day. Uh, and now today, with the employment report coming out in the U.S. Uh, we're, we're still under pressure with that gold now down seven or eight dollars on the week, silver down a couple of cents. Uh, what are your thoughts on the on the week that was? Well, we had some unusual things in the sense that uh, they would just march the price of gold down for some reason uh, in a steady fashion. Normally, when around three a.m. in the morning, they kind of march it down. Some of the uh, GATA supporters call that time Plan A. Of course, Plan B is when the COMEX opens and get the hammer then. Um, and of course, we had the uh, the payroll data, which I, some would take some comfort from it because it said it was one hundred ninety six thousand, up from a revised thirty three thousand in February. It's it's hard for me to imagine that the February number stays at thirty three, but anyway, that was pretty uh, a pretty low number. Um, so it's been it's been uh, un- unfortunate for gold this week, but we're seeing some signs and some other things. Platinum was very unusually strong yesterday. It was up about 3% when really gold was doing nothing. Silver had a little bounce back. Uh, Palladium's been weak uh, ever since we tried, you know, they got that quarter in close to help their uh, financial statements, which I'm sure happened. But while I'm on the the jobs report, the one data point that I did see is that the participation rate went down by 0.2%. Well, I can tell you, 0.2% of the total workforce available for working, which is about 200 million, is like 400,000 people. Yeah. All of a sudden, weren't participating, even though theoretically 196 joined. So, uh, but as you know, I'm not a believer in this data. Uh, I think it's for the most part fabricated. I don't like the fact that if a guy has a you know four-hour work stint at some restaurant, that he's included as a, as a worker. Right, and of course, if he's got you're working at two different restaurants, he's included as two workers. So right. I don't believe the data for one second. And uh, you know, we look when we look at the economy. I mean, look at the auto sales; they're just atrocious. Uh, housing's weakening here. Uh, <clears throat> retail sales are weak. <clears throat> Excuse me. Consumer confidence is weak. Uh, growth around uh, the world is weak. Italy revised their growth rate from one percent growth to point one. German Factory orders, I think, were down 4% because of the uh, big uh, producer generation. But there's all sorts of 
he's not the, that optimistic economically and imagine that, oh, yeah, we're going to have this great growth and jobs going forward. As a matter of fact, the more I look at the whole financial area, I mean, you can just see these banks eliminating so many job positions here, being replaced by computers, um, and which is, all, you know, what happened in the, uh, in the, uh, in the car industry as well. I mean, a lot of computers are replacing people, and I, I think that's a trend that's going to carry on. In fact, they probably should replace the whole government with a computer, and we'd all be better off. Um, but enough on that. I think the economy's weak, and it's been a tough, uh, tough week uh, for precious metals um, so far, unless we get some kind of correction today. Yeah. You know, it, an interesting development here late in the week. You know, we all know that uh, President Trump has been critical of the Fed and thinks they've hiked rates too far. He's already uh, appointed or said to want to appoint uh, one of his economic advisors to the Board of Governors of the Fed, Stephen Moore. And he, that guy and, and it right came right out and said the Fed ought to cut rates by 50 basis points. Larry Kudlow has said that. And now there's news overnight that Herman Cain, uh, who is a former CEO of Godfather's Pizza, I think was his big job, uh, smart guy. And he has indicated a willingness in the past to, to think the dollar should go back to some type of gold linkage. Uh, interesting trend in terms of <laughs> uh, people that might have some power at the, Fe- at the Fed. Yeah. Well, I guess the most interesting thing is they're not PhD economists, okay? And, you know, myself uh, and many others who have to watch what these PhD economists come up with are always shaking their heads. In fact, I, I continue to shake my head at the whole central banking thing, you know, with the negative interest rates. I, I, I still. I just don't know how we can deal with these negative interest rates where you have to pay a bank to have your money in them, uh, which is the situation in many places in Europe. Right. Uh, and yet that's, that's what the PhD economists give us, right? Negative interest rates and we print money. And in fact, there was a, a Bloomberg commentator yesterday that was sort of said, well, we don't have any inflation. There's not really much job growth. You know, maybe this new, new modern monetary theory should be given a try. Because, you know, we could just borrow more money and we'd never have to pay it and all that. But, oh, my God, where's this world going? Anyway, uh, all these things that you and I talk about, I'll tell you one thing. If you want to be safe in the long run, you better not be trusting the financial system, you, the fiat monetary system. you got to have uh, gold. No doubt and about that. Over. No doubt about that. No counterparty risk. Hey, uh, one other interesting trend I wanted to ask you about, uh, the global gold ETFs saw inflows in March, but the biggest one, the GLD, which we know has a custodian of HSBC, and it seems as if the bullion banks use it to kind of flywheel gold whenever they need it. Uh, the GLD has been shedding gold like crazy ever since uh, the end of January. In fact, since the quarter began, it's already down 20, 20 metric tons just this week have come out of the GLD. Yeah. Uh, you know, why people continue to use that thing when there are things like the Sprott Physical Gold Trust or so many other alternatives is beyond me. But what do you, what do you make of the, the, the ETF flows uh, just on the surface? Well, of course, the U.S. flows are negative, and uh, there, there seems to be this – well, of course, all markets are run by institutions and, and dealers, okay? And uh, I've always been suspicious of the GLD that it's uh, sort of like the piggy bank. You actually have to make a gold delivery. And or I didn't believe the numbers anyway that the gold's really there. Right. Um, but it would be the last place I would put my money, and that's why, for example, we did create the Sprott Gold Trust because I wanted 
they give people an alternative where you know the gold is there, okay? And mm -hmm. if you want to go and ask the uh, Royal Canadian Mint if it's there, I'm sure they'll be happy to tell you, yes, it's all there. So, and it, which is what we do every year, we get an audit. So, um, I'm, I'm always a little distrusting of the system. Um, and I think it's, you know, they have this narrative that changes all the time depending on some recent data. And, and most of the times the narrative always go negative. I may mean, hardly ever hear of it being positive other than, you know, the abrupt turnaround of the Fed. How can you, how can you do a 180 and, uh, and, and everyone thinks that gold's not the answer? I mean, it is the answer with where it looks like we're going. So we're going to have to remain patient. No, that's right. All right. And lastly, Eric, we've had a, an interesting week of headlines and uh, press releases on some of the equities that uh, we, we discuss uh, most weeks. I know you've got a couple of uh, updates you'd like to share. What, what do you have for us this week? Um, I do. But before, before I go there, I want to mention one thing. I mean, this Boeing thing, there's an utter disaster in the making in my mind. And I'm going to start rallying this week in the Dow. But, uh, I mean, if one analyzes what happened there, I mean, it's, it is not, not good. Uh, I didn't mention that the class eight truck sales, these are the 18 wheelers, their orders were only down 88% in March. Uh, I don't know when we're supposed to read anything into that, but, uh, we should get, have it out there. Uh, and of course the whole trade deal, you know, is going to be imminent. And, uh, uh, of course, now Trump suggested it's going. Wow, it could be four or five weeks, and ninety percent done. Yeah, yeah, trade deal is probably ninety percent done before they started. It's always the last ten percent. That's the tough part, you know. That's the stuff we disagree on. So, uh, and and you know, it's funny. I was reflecting on inflation, and I just want to give a thought here. I mean, you know, all the commentators say there's no inflation. Okay, yeah, there's no inflation. Just don't have a medical event in your family because you'll go broke. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You know, like, what does that say? Don't have a medical event in your family or you'll go broke and there's no inflation. Uh, this is so incongruous, it just boggles my mind. Somehow, the cost of health care is not in the inflation numbers, okay? Because people can work for 30 years, have a health event, and they got no money. Okay, enough of that. Uh, I really only want to talk about one stock uh, today, and it's Walbridge Mining. Uh, it's up about 50% in the last month. Uh, I would reiterate that people should go back and look at the March uh, 22nd news release. Uh, it looks like it's pointing up to a whole new discovery. This is in Quebec. Uh, in the what we call the Abitibi, which is a very uh, gold-prone area. Um, and it looks like it could be big. It's 200 meters wide. It's suggested it could be two and a half meters long. It's got six visible gold intersections. We don't have the assays on. But it's also got abundant uh, gold veins throughout this 275-meter intersection, which is almost unbelievable at length. Um, so it, it, it's growing, and... Uh, you you can you have to start thinking in terms of you know potentially millions of ounces of gold here. So please read the the news release. Uh, it's easy to do a calculation to, as to what what's gold in there. You you multiply the, the strike length by the width by the depth multiplied by the specific gravity, which is two point seven, to get the number of tons. And then whatever grade you're going to put on those tons, put it on, and voila, you got your answer for how many 
millions of ounces could could be there. So it's not that difficult. So that, that's the one that I would like to bring to people's attention uh, this week. All righty, sounds good. Hey, and before uh, the listener uh, heads out, we want to encourage you again to visit SprottMoney.com for really the best deals uh, in the business for gold bullion, silver bullion, collectible, collectible coins. And why are it Sprott Money? Make sure you check out our most recent Ask the Experts segment where we had a chance to visit with Richard Hayes, who is the CEO of the Perth Mint down in Australia. It was a fascinating interview, and he had a lot to say about gold supply and demand trends. And you can find that right there. The Ask the Experts segments are all listed at SprottMoney.com, and uh, they're all very interesting. Eric, thank you for your time this morning. Hopefully, as we uh, turn the corner into the, into the second quarter, maybe we'll have a little better news to talk about next week. Well, the news is, is kind of, it's, it's almost like neutral, you know. The forces are trying to keep the price down, but uh, all of the events that are going on in the world are saying that gold should be stronger. So uh, we'll see who wins the war here yet. That we will, my friend. Well, with that, I'll give you the rest of the day off and uh, thank everybody for listening. And we will talk to you again next week. Again, please be sure to visit SprottMoney.com for all your bullying news. <laughs>